What does it mean to be short-sighted? Well, it really means I can't have a full understanding of things. That's one way to look at it. I don't fully have an idea of things, therefore I am short-sighted in how I think. So a pig ate its fill of acorns under an oak tree and then started to root around the tree. When warned that his digging would kill the tree, he answered, let it die as long as I have acorns. If we decided to live our lives as Christians that way, wouldn't we be foolish? As Jesus said, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do what I tell you? Luke chapter 6, verse 46. The lesson is called following Jesus, and the first point is foundation. So turn with me to Luke chapter 6, verses 46 through 49. Luke 6, 46 through 49. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do what I tell you? Everyone who comes after me and hears my words and does them, I will show them what he is like. He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation, laid the foundation on the rock. And when a flood arose, the stream broke against the house and could not shake it because it had been well built. But the one who hears and does not do them is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. When the stream broke against it, immediately it fell and the ruin of that house was great. So various foundations are needed for various structures. I think we all understand that in general. You use the correct one if you live in an area that has a lot of hurricanes or maybe uh, earthquakes or flood areas or if you've got ground like sandy soil, you want to use a particular structure. It would be foolish not to. And the purpose of a building or a structural engineer is that very purpose, to explain to you What's the best way to keep your house from falling over? What is the best way to set your structure? Jesus, in one sense, is our structural engineer. And he knows the world we live in. It's filled with disasters, emotional floods, life's upheavals, and of course, destructive heresies. Do you desire to build your life in God? Good, I'm glad. But you say, what? What? You're concerned. We sometimes get concerned when we're building a house, don't we? Is he really credentialed? Does that architect really, what school did they go to? Well, sometimes we do that with Jesus. Is he really credentialed enough to tell me how to build my house? Well, I'm here to say he is. 
But there are a couple paths we can take when we consider Jesus as our spiritually structural engineer. First, though, you must read. You must learn some things for yourself. You must study. You must develop your opinion and then choose a path. One path is to listen to him and take his advice or listen to him and take your advice from others. What foundation would that look like? Now, that's kind of like going to visit Justin. I didn't ask his permission, but I'm bringing him up. You go to the bank to visit Justin. Justin is filled with great knowledge in his area and more other areas, but in that area. So you go to him. What advice can you give me? Well, I'll look at your finances, your portfolio, things like that. And if he says, if you keep doing this, well, this is going to happen. So you need to stop doing that and do this. And you say, oh, that's great. Thank you, Justin. But then you go out and talk to somebody else who reaches your itchy ears, right? Justin's advice was too hard. He's too literal. We need to go to somebody else who tells you what you want to hear. And you end up broke. But we could listen to him. We could trust in his instruction. And what does that show? That shows an obedient faith. I got faith in Justin and who he is, his credentials, his knowledge. And now my obedience is, am I going to listen to him and follow his instructions? Well, that's the question we have with our structural engineer, Jesus. He lays out the instruction, but will we have the obedient faith to follow his instruction? So that's foundation. The second point in following Jesus is fortitude. Luke chapter 9, verses 23 through 27. Luke 9, 23 through 27. And he said to all, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. For what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses or forfeits himself? For whoever is ashamed of me and of my words of him will the Son of Man be ashamed when he comes in his glory and the glory of the Father and of his holy angels. But I tell you truly, there are some standing here who will not taste death until they see the kingdom of God. So if you decided to listen to God's structural engineer, Jesus, you started the building process. And that's great. That's what we want to do. We want to get started. We want to go. We start off with the right foundation. And now we have the fortitude to put our money where our mouth is and go for it. But you struggle some. When we struggle some in Jesus' instructions, I call that world's influence. 
the world has an influence. And it says, hold on, let me tweak a little bit of what Jesus instructs and help live a better life, a better idea of that foundation, something that will allow you to have a little bit more expansive bedroom, expansive living room, a courtyard. You see where I'm going with the analogy. What do you do? Do you give in? Well, you can. That's one way to go. You give in to the world's advice. That's like me talking to a real structural engineer and then going to my, I don't know, my brother who has no knowledge of engineering and asking his advice. Well, it wouldn't make any sense, would it? As far as building. So why would it make sense with Jesus? that we listen to him, but we go to somebody else who has no earthly idea truly what the scriptures say. It would make no sense. Now we give in, and that could be immediate. And we go to the parable of the sower on that one, right? Some of that soil is not good ground. You're not going to get any seed to grow. And some of that soil is on rocky. Boom! The roots don't take. Sometimes that fortitude becomes weak that you once had, and we know it happens there. So we need to reinforce our belief. Maybe some of you like to listen to podcasts. Some of those podcasts might be on uh, a, a health issue, a wellness issue, somebody giving you advice and you're really following. And you're doing a good job, maybe. But you know you've done it for a year. So what do you do? The tendency is to give up, to move south a little bit, to cheat a little bit more. So what do you need to keep you going? You listen to that podcast all the time. The reinforcement all the time. Well, it's the same with Bible. It's the same with God's message. We deny ourselves. What is that? I give up the worldly advice out there. I give it up. We deny ourselves. We take up the cross. And how often do we take it up? Daily. It's like listening to the podcast over and over again. I deny myself because I choose to listen to Him. That's a possible way of bearing your cross. And you follow Him. Listen to this. There was a, two guys going elk hunting, probably in Alaska. They bagged six elk. Woo! Man, this is great. They got it all taken care of. The plane comes in from the bush, for the, for the bush, because they're out in the bush. And the pilot says, hey, I can only take four elk. Well, what do you mean you can only take four elk? Well, my plane will all not carry any more weight. But last year, the guy who took us out, took us 
took out six elk that we got the year before. It was the same plane, same engine, same everything. And so the pilot gave in and he listened and he put in six elk. Well, they got down the runway, flew a little bit and crashed. And the guys were talking, where are we? As they become discombobulated. Oh, we're about two miles away from where we crashed the last year. <laughs> When we're dealing with listening to worldly advice, what are you going to get? The same thing. We need to have and hold on to the truth. The truth that strengthens our fortitude, that strengthens our endurance. And it's shown in the idea that we take up the cross daily. We listen to the one who's not from the world daily. The firm decision to listen to Christ only and that's it. And any other opinion out there, you compare it to the word. Like listening to motivational speakers. We listen to them. They keep us on track. They keep us motivated the last point in following Jesus is faithfulness faithfulness flat out puts God first and this comes from our reading that Owen gave us this morning out of Luke chapter 14 verses 25 through 33 there is no doubt that Jesus is the only structural engineer Everything built is based off His instruction. That means putting everything else and everyone else second. Luke chapter 14, verse 26. What does it say? If anyone comes to me and does not hate his own father and mother which means to love less, you know, it's the idea of putting God first, Jesus first, and wife and children and brothers and sisters, yes, even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. You are serious if you've done that, aren't you? You are serious about your choice in life. I'm going to share with you something. I didn't ask permission, so forgive me, Philip. You guys know him by Christopher, but he's my friend that, back there, Philip. Thank you for being here this weekend. It's been enjoyable being with your family. Anyway, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I don't, if I embarrass him, I apologize, kind of. Philip had some options growing up. Uh, his dad, I believe, a king, right? And are very high among his people in Uganda. Philip was not born here. He was born in Uganda. And I've shared this with people here. It was a long time ago, and you might not remember, but this is the gentleman I was talking about. He's a Christian. Dad is not. 
he has the as a prince, he has the opportunity to ascend to that lifestyle one day. But he's given a choice. You have to give up Christianity. Now, he loved his mom and dad still, no doubt about it. But he loved Christ first. Now, does that speak of him? I think it speaks more of Christ. Because he looked at the word, he looked at life and said, Christ is better than the joys and the riches and the honor and the glory and anything this life could give me. And that's Christ doing it. That's because he listened to the structural engineer in his life. And he says, I'm going to listen to him as opposed to the world. And now he married well and has few, three beautiful daughters, extremely smart and gifted and kind. And they even laugh at my jokes. Oh, you can't beat that. Okay, I missed that one. You are serious if you've put God first. But if you haven't, why? Are you uncertain that Jesus is who he is? Are you listening to the wrong spiritual podcast? Your faith will struggle and it will affect following Jesus. There is no doubt in my mind it will affect following Jesus. You must decide that Jesus is who he is and his ways are everything and stick to it. Luke chapter 14, verse 27, whoever does not bear his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. In this context, it doesn't deal with the daily taking up the cross, but it kind of seems to deal with the cross that you take up when you choose Christ. I will give up my family and put them second. I will give up my life and put it second. I will give up and bear that cross and choose to follow Him regardless. That's faithfulness. Let's not destroy the tree for the nuts. Let's listen to the one who says, if you keep rooting in the wrong part of life, you're going to destroy the tree that provides the nuts to begin with. The lesson is called following Jesus. And it's good to stand before people who are choosing to follow Jesus.